Another Wednesday, another On My Mind podcast episode. Hello, I hope you are having an amazing day when you're listening to this. If you're listening the day that it's uploaded, happy Valentine's Day. I love that it just fell on this day randomly, but I literally don't care if you're single or not. I've always just, well, actually, I was gonna say I've always just loved Valentine's Day. There was definitely a season in my life where I was very bitter about it, especially in high school when nothing was working out for me and I was just in like shitty situationships and I never really had a Valentine. Uh, Just seeing all like the high school couples kiss. Oh, something about that like in the hallways always sent me, but especially on Valentine's Day and I'd see like girls walking around with teddy bears and flowers. Looking back, I'm like, you know what? I should have been happy for them, but yeah. That was, uh, (laughs) I just remember always getting so hurt (laughs) by it. I was like, damn, you wish that was you, huh? I did. I did wish that was me. Now it is. But back then, I think there's a YouTube video that I uploaded maybe in 2018 or 2019. It's still on my channel, but I'm pretty sure it's titled, I don't know why I'm single, a Valentine's Day get ready with me. (laughs) But nowadays, I'm in a much different headspace. Nowadays, I see Valentine's Day not just as a day to celebrate love in relationships, romantic relationships, but also celebrating that within your friendships, I think is so special, family, and ultimately also self-love. I just think Valentine's Day is such a cute holiday. Literally, whether you're single or not, I think it's just so fun to do some self-care activities, maybe have a little Galentine's with your friends, do something solo, or if you are in a relationship, doing something cute with your partner. Anyway, I feel like there's not that many fun holidays in the beginning of the year, except for Valentine's Day. It's kind of like one of the first bigger ones after New Year's. So I just love, I mean, I love red. I love pink. I love hearts. I've been in a much more girly mood than I ever have been before. So I feel like Valentine's Day is just the cutest, cutest holiday. I love the decorations for it. Not that I have any up, but just seeing all of it. I don't know. I love flowers. I love balloons. Like I just love celebrating love. I also just feel like I'm in a big mood for that too because I was in a wedding this weekend for one of my really good friends. Micah was in the wedding too because it was his childhood best friend. I ended up becoming friends with his fiance, now his wife. And so we both got to be in their wedding, which was so fun. They had it. It was the most beautiful venue. I mean, honestly, anywhere in Hawaii is obviously just gorgeous, but it was right on the beach. It was golden hour and the color scheme was like sage green and cream. It was just absolutely stunning. Literally so cool to be a part of that. Micah and I got to walk down the aisle together. So that was just, I don't know. I think that was a once in a lifetime experience. I don't think something like that will ever happen again where we're both in the same wedding party, but it was such a fun week. We had the little bridal shower. I'm uploading the vlog from that this Sunday on my YouTube channel. So stay on the lookout for that. But it was just so much fun celebrating love and also being in love, celebrating love. I don't know. It's definitely interesting to be in a season of life where my friends are getting married and it's not like, oh my gosh, you're so young, you're getting married. Like, it's not that crazy anymore. It feels crazy because I still feel 17 or 18 sometimes. But then I remember I am 23. Some of my friends are older than me. Like, this is just the season of life. I have friends who are having kids It's just insane and it's fun to be a part of. It's an interesting stage in life as we just grow up. And I don't know, I I feel like especially in your early 20s and mid 20s, just your 20s in general, people are in so many different stages at the same time. Like I have friends who are still in school and then I have friends who have their careers who are like starting a family. You know what I mean? It's just crazy to me. And it's just so interesting, all the different stages that people are in and yeah it just reminds me to enjoy 
the stage of life that I'm in this season and not trying to rush that as exciting or as excited as I am for certain things to come in life. I don't want this current season to slip by. So I'm just trying to remain present. On to today's episode. I don't really have that many life updates. Also, sometimes I feel like maybe you don't need to hear every single thing that's going on in my life in these podcast episodes. I know some people like listening to them. Some people don't. It's really hard to get feedback with podcasts because it's not super easy to like leave a comment like it is on an Instagram post or YouTube video, whatever. If you want to keep up with my day-to-day life, you can follow my Instagram or my weekly YouTube videos that I upload. But I wanted to get into today's episode. We have another story time and it's perfect. It's my Valentine's Day special. We are going to be, well, I'm going to be sharing stories about relationship fairy tale stories and also relationship horror stories because, you know, you can't, you don't get by in life only experiencing the good stuff. There's, we all have our fair share of heartbreak, heartache, stuff that we go through. I promise if you have experienced that, there is another side to it, which is your fairy tale moments. I thought it'd be fun to do both sides of the spectrum of this fairy tale stories and also horror, horror stories because it's Valentine's Day. Half of us listening might be single. Half of us might be in a relationship. Like, I want to cater to everyone. And I think all these stories are going to be very interesting. I haven't read them yet, but I'm very excited to get into them. As usual, these are anonymous. So I'm just sharing stories that the listeners, aka you, wrote in. To anyone who ever writes in, I appreciate you so much because it is because of people like you writing in that keeps these episodes alive. I know it takes time out of your day to do this, so I appreciate it. I see you and I appreciate the effort if you want to participate in future episodes and get your story featured on the podcast. Definitely stay tuned to the podcast Instagram. Go follow it. It's at my mind pod. That's where we post that we're doing a story time episode. If you want to be a part of it in the future, I'm really curious to see what kind of stories we have to read today. So let's get into it. But first, I wanted to talk about one of my favorite date night activities, which is eating, (laughs) whether that's like going out to a nice dinner or on a cozier note, just having a simple quality time kind of night in where we cook dinner. I just I love I think sharing food with someone is one of my favorite ways to spend time with someone and Cook Unity can help you combine quality time and a yummy delicious dinner. Cook Unity is the first chef to customer platform delivering freshly prepared pre-selected meals right to your door weekly. Basically how it works is you tell Cook Unity your preferences and choose from hundreds of meals. They offer a variety of meal plans ranging from 4 to 16 meals per week. Your meals will arrive fresh, not frozen, with heating instructions and nutritional information. All you have to do is just heat up and enjoy. A few days before your next delivery, they'll then send you out a text with recommendations for the following week. You can stick to your selections or choose new ones. Chef quality meals in the comfort of your home is the ideal date night, if you ask me. They have things like Parmesan crusted salmon with veggie orzo, truffled fettuccine alfredo with shrimp and parmesan cheese creamy lemon garlic with cheesy mashed potatoes i'm getting hungry just saying these things out loud but there are so many different meals that you can try and make the next time that you want to have a little home-cooked meal but also have it be actually good so experience chef quality meals every week delivered right to your door go to cookunity.com mind or enter code mind before checkout for 50 percent off your first week that's 50 50 percent off your first week by using code mind or going to cookunity.com slash mind. Definitely check it out. 
Hmm. All right. What do we start off with here? I don't know if, you know what? Maybe we start off on a, on a high note, <laughs> on a happier note. Let's read a little relationship fairy tale story first. That's what I'm feeling. Hey, Ava girl, love you in the podcast. I have a relationship fairy tale story for you. I moved to Chicago last winter, and before I moved, I decided to download Hinge and set my location to the city. I had no intention of anything serious. I just wanted to be wined and dined by some city men. Yes. I go, go get those free meals. <laughs> I quickly matched with this boy who had impeccable style, the same taste in music as me, and good banter. We only talked for a day because I told him I wasn't moving for a week or so. Fast forward to me moving to Chicago and this boy and I hadn't been talking. It was a Saturday night and last minute I got a text from him asking if I had moved in all right and if I wanted to grab drinks. Not knowing anyone or the city, I drove downtown to a bar he recommended to go meet this man. We had a great first date and really hit it off. We went out a second time, thrifting. That's cute. And go, got to know each other a little bit more, and I made sure to make it clear I wasn't looking to date and wanted to keep things very casual. This was right around Thanksgiving, and I was heading home for a month to spend Christmas with my family in Pittsburgh. This boy and I, after having only met twice, texted and FaceTimed the whole month we were apart. When I got back to Chicago in January, I told him I was moving in March to start grad school. At this point, I had decided I did want to date, but was worried he wouldn't since I was moving again somewhat soon. We decided to start dating despite the impending long distance, and over a year later, we're so in love and doing long distance. Moral of the story, go download Hinge when you're moving to a new city and not looking to fall in love. Cheers. That is so cute. I love successful dating app stories because I feel like... Honestly, it is hard. The dating pool is like eh, kind of iffy these days. I see it with my friends that are single and they're like, dude, it is tough out there. So I, I feel that. But I love hearing stories like this because it just reinforces love exists and there is someone out there for you, even when you don't think that there might be. I know people have different experiences with dating apps, but honestly, you never know until you try and you never know who you'll meet, which is just always the crazy part. But that's amazing. I feel like sometimes people hold themselves back from relationship because they don't think it's going to work out or because these things coming up like long distance or whatever. But I love when they make it out. That's amazing. Hi, Ava. I hope you enjoy laughing at this boy because I did when I broke up with him. My ex, who is two years older than me, chose the place to eat for Valentine's Day and then asked me to buy him a beer, which I did. He ordered a bunch of food, making our bill come out to $200. Then he said, wait, you're not paying? Got upset, put his card in for the bill, and later asked me to Venmo him $150. Then he got mad that I expected him to pay, which I did because it was $200 and I only ordered an entree. Then he told his family about it and his mom and dad cussed him out and made him apologize to me. I'm sorry, I told my parents and they said it's my fault. Not because he knew, but because his parents told him. <laughs> Absolutely not. Were you dating him? My ex. Okay, so you guys were dating. Absolutely not. You know, there's a whole argument to be had that people like to argue over. Like, eh, who should pay for a date? Everyone has their different opinions on this. Me, personally, I am not someone who, like, expects my person to pay for me all the time. That's just not my thing. I also like to treat, let's take our girlfriends out on a nice date and not expect a Venmo charge. <laughs> 
Hi, Ava. Not sure if this is a fairy tale story, but from a girl who has never experienced love, it is to me. During my third year of college, I started lifting at my college gym during the fall of last year. During the wintertime, I saw this really cute boy. I would see him around the gym and he became my gym crush. In the springtime, I saw him near my apartment and figured out that he lived at the apartment building across from my apartment building. I started to see him around more and more. Fast forward to June. A couple days after school got out, I saw him at the gym. I was afraid he would go back during home during the summer and this was the only time I had to talk to him. After purposely lifting near him my whole workout, he started smiling at me. I finally got the nerve to go up to him and introduce myself. We ended up walking home together from the gym. We ended up spending... The whole evening together talking and I made him dinner. Wifey shit on the first day, she said. (laughs) We haven't spent more than a couple days apart since then and are now madly in love. This is your sign to talk to your gym crush because you never know what will come of it. I feel like it's stories like this that reinforce the fact that you never know what's going to happen if you don't try. If you don't try, if you don't ask, the answer will always be no or you just never know what will happen. So sometimes you have to shoot your shot. You're not always going to get it which is fine. You're going to miss. That's okay. When you miss the shot a few times, that's what makes making the shot so much sweeter and so much better. Also, I feel like sometimes people are scared to approach someone because they're scared of getting rejected. If someone rejects you, great. It's not meant to be. They're doing you a favor. When it's meant to be, it'll work out perfectly. Sometimes you have to put yourself out there. It might be a little uncomfortable, but you never know what to happen. It could be the love of your life. And if it is, then it'll all be worth it anyway. Hey, Ava, here's my embarrassing breakup horror story on how my boyfriend of almost three years ended our relationship. One night, I had him over to my apartment to watch a movie. Everything was perfectly fine and normal until he was leaving. When we were saying goodbye at the door, he seemed off. He barely hugged me and just gave off weird vibes. After that, he went downstairs to his apartment. We live in the same building, by the way, and I went to bed. Before I went to sleep, I jokingly texted him, are you thinking about breaking up with me? Thinking he would respond with some form of no, why would you think that? Or I'm sorry for making it seem that way. The man then replies by only saying yes. I was not expecting that response at all because I thought we were in a good place relationship wise. Anyway, he ended up coming back up to my place to talk about it. And then the next day we had to pretend to still be happy together because we already made plans to hang out with my family. P.S. Now I'm doing great and this is just something to laugh at. Love you. I'm sorry, but when was he planning on like breaking that news if you had not asked? Also, this is a testament, I feel like, to a woman's intuition, like truly, because you just know when something's off, you just know. And I have so many moments in my life where my woman's intuition kicks in. It's proven right, like my intuition was right. And I just think to myself, I need to never doubt my intuition again because she has never failed me. I'm glad he came back up to talk about it. Also, that is literally my worst nightmare of having plans set in stone. Um, (laughs) I used to have this really big fear that I would not plan a trip too far in advance if I was in a relationship with someone and like plan a trip (laughs) too far in advance. Because I was like, well, what if we break up? Like, I don't want to plan a trip six months in advance. Are you gonna, are we even going to make it there? I actually know Micah's the one <laughs> because I've never thought that. I'm like, I would plan a trip two years in advance. I know we're going to make it there. But like in the past, honestly, that was my intuition talking. I should have been like, okay, if I'm thinking this, mm, we're having some doubt here. I know so many of us in this new year have been starting our health and wellness journey, and it's truly such a personal thing. I've talked about it a little bit, but I was doing the 75 hard challenge, and it's definitely been that a challenge, but Aloe Moves has been 
such a nice addition to make this health journey a little bit easier. There are times when I'm at the gym and I don't really know what workouts to do. With Aula Moves, it's nice having a clear direction instead of like aimlessly doing things. I do workout classes and stuff, but sometimes I just like to do my own thing. I like to just use the gym, but I don't want to, I don't know. I, I feel like when I have something to follow. It makes me feel more confident because I'm not just like running around not knowing what to do. Rather than dreading workouts, I'm actually really excited to move my body, whether you are going all in or easing into it. Ella Moves has the classes and flows that are made to move with you. Ella Moves is the on-demand streaming wellness platform from Allo Yoga. Whatever I'm feeling that day, yoga, fitness, meditation, even self-care, Allo Moves has what I need and it's been my go-to for my health and wellness journey with over 100 new classes every month. Allo Moves keeps health and wellness exciting. Honestly, doing this challenge has been very physical, but it's also been a mental challenge as well. It can be hard to keep motivation at times, especially when I'm doing the same thing over and over again. So I definitely love the variety that Allo Moves offers. It's helped me stay on track, stay motivated, and also like allowing me to have fun, which at the end of the day is the most important thing. No matter your path, it's time to make a move with Allo Moves. Get a free 30-day Allo Moves subscription by going to allomoves.com and use code MIND. That's A-L-O moves.com, code MIND in all caps. Allomoves.com, code MIND, all caps. Go check it out. I love the story of how my partner and I met and will take any excuse to tell it. It starts like this. We met right before we graduated high school working at the Dairy Queen in town. My sister got me the job because I needed to make some money before I went to college. That summer between high school and college, my partner and I were just friends but got along super well. He actually asked me out on a couple of dates that I didn't realize were dates until afterwards. In my defense, I never had a guy express romantic interest in me, so I was not perceptive to that type of thing at all. Anyway, we decided not to date since I was about to go away to college and being long distance right away wasn't appealing. This was fall 2019. Fast forward to college and my next door dorm neighbor was actually from my town and grew up with my partner. I didn't go to the same school as them. We discovered that after after she messaged my partner and found out about the connection and he encouraged her to be friends with me. Now we're best friends and talk every day. Fast forward again to 2020 and unfortunately the pandemic. I went back to the Dairy Queen job and worked a bunch that summer so my partner and I spent a lot of time together at work all day every day. That fall I wasn't allowed to go back to campus because of covid so i decided so i stayed home and kept working eventually my best friend the one who grew up with him called me one night and told me point blank that he wanted to ask me out she was supposed to be subtle but was not at all which is still so funny i said that sounded amazing i had developed a huge crush on him by this point and the next week he did now three and a half years later we're living together in a new city and i've never been more in love my favorite parts about our story is that he first led me to my now best friend who then eventually helped to bring my partner and I, I together. Because of them, I have two people I can't imagine living without now. Another crazy part, the day before he asked me on a date, I worked all day and my total hours for the day were 11 hours and 11 minutes, 11-11. I went home knowing something amazing was about to happen and it did. Sorry if this is a bit long. I love telling our story. P.S. Love the podcast. All of your content lately. Oh, short little message. Thank you. So sweet. Um, I love this story. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to like brush over the sweet message, but I feel like that was for me not to like read out loud, but for me to read personally, I read it. I love you. That is so cute. I love a coworker to relationship trope. I do. I think it's so sweet. Love you and the On My Mind podcast so much. After years of going on dates with men who were constantly giving me the bare minimum, not texting back, not making plans, not putting in effort, I began to think I was going to live my life as a single girly because F men 
After moving to a town on the other side of the country, I was in my unbothered era and truly pouring all my en energy into myself. I started my job working at a golf course and had my eyes on a cute guy that worked there. We would always talk in the shuttle that he drove and we had a, such a connection, but I was too nervous to make a move. After waiting all summer to ask him on a date, I got the courage to do so when I was a few drinks deep at a bar and had my coworkers hyping me up. I DM'd him asking him on a casual date to play pool and soon... And he soon agreed to the plans. The date went better than I could have ever imagined, and we talked for five hours until the bar closed. We continued to go on dates until the end of the summer season, but didn't make things official because I was going on a trip. After the summer ended, he then flew down to South America to meet my friend and I, who were backpacking for several months, and asked me to be his girlfriend. Damn. <laughs> We have been dating for a year and he is truly the best person I've ever met. We completed long distance, backpacked Asia together for the past four months and are moving in together next week. Aw, this is a reminder to not lower your standards for anyone because true love exists and someone is out there waiting to meet you. If you learn anything from this story, it is to shoot your shot because you never know what might happen. This is what I'm saying. You literally never know. That is so, so cute. I also just had the thought and I, I think about this all the time. I used to think about this before I met Micah and it, it, it holds true for literally anyone unless you're in a very uh, big, big age gap relationship. It is the fact that the person you're going to spend your life with, the person you're going to marry if you want to marry someone someday or just spend your life with, whatever. The person that is the love of your life is literally existing right now and they're creating memories and they're existing right now creating memories that they're going to tell you about one day simultaneously as you are living and experiencing your own life right now. Oh, it's just so crazy to me because you just never know when you're going to meet your person. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. It could be five years from now. Don't settle. Hold out for what feels true, what feels right. Good things take time. And I know how frustrating it can be to feel like that's just not in the cards for you. But there's so many people in this world there is someone that is, like this person said, waiting to meet you. And oh yeah, that thought of like the person that is like the love of your life or whatever is literally existing right now is crazy to me. I used to have that thought a lot being like, I wonder what my husband is doing. Not that I'm married, but that was always just such a crazy thought to have. I was like, wow, that was always just such a crazy thought to have. But now, thank goodness, I go, I know what he's doing 24-7 because we live together. All right. The next one's subject says, relationship horror story. Please share this because it's crazy. So I will. <laughs> I was 18 and in my senior year of high school and I was getting ready to go off to college out of state. Me and my ex-boyfriend had been dating for a year at the time. We were both super emotional about me leaving and having to start long distance. He surprised me one day by taking me to our local mall to pick out a promise ring. Oh, I like wish I didn't know that this is a horror story. Actually, I don't know if my heart could have handled that. Okay. I was absolutely over the moon about the entire thing. When I moved to college, it was extremely challenging, but we called every day and I felt that our relationship was going so well. One night, I was hanging out with my two best friends in their dorm room and I suddenly got a message request on Instagram from his ex-girlfriend. Now, mind you, I had gotten texts from her, her sister, and her new boyfriend throughout our relationship saying how terrible my ex was. I had told my ex about these texts before and he told me to just ignore them and to block them because they were all insane. I wasn't really concerned at first when I saw that she had reached out, but then I read what she said. She had sent me a screenshot of him adding her on Snapchat and said, your boyfriend added me on Snapchat under a different account. Girls, girl, for telling you this. I was so confused and started brainstorming questions to ask her with my two best friends. We started questioning her and we found out that our entire year-long relationship, 
He had been hooking up with her on and off, and many times after this, I would be at his house. She would come over after I left. Ooh. Okay, well, I'm, like, wondering why she decided to tell you then versus, like, I go, never mind, I take back what I said if she was doing this the whole time. Damn. She sent me a video and photo proof of them being together and going on trips when he would tell me he's going on work trips. She had no idea we... Oh, it's all starting to click. Sorry for my effing inter or like interjections um she had no idea we were together when he would contact her and thought that we broke up after seeing all this proof i texted him and sent him every single screenshot video or photo and said explain this his response was i don't think we're gonna work out we should break up literally what kind of response is that anyway after that i blocked him on everything and have never spoken to him since it's so interesting because i feel like for some people when you go through like a traumatic breakup or experience in a relationship and you just like want answers on why did someone do this to you? You want quote unquote closure. Sometimes, honestly, most of the time, hot take, what they did to you is the closure. And I give you props that you blocked him and like never asked for like, why would you do this to me? Or, you know, all these things because that was him doing that to you was everything you needed to know there. That's, that's honestly all the closure you needed because they did what they did. Actions speak much louder than words. And sometimes when you give someone an opportunity to like get closure from them or whatever, they can use their words to sneak their way out and justify what they did. And that's when it can get messy. So shout out to you, power move. Also, I will say in the beginning of this entry, <laughs> this person said, don't worry, this sounds terrible, but I'm in such an amazing relationship now. So everything that happens to you ends up working out for you in the end. Having shitty experiences like that, especially when it comes to relationships, it makes you so much more grateful and appreciative when you are with someone who values you and respects you. It makes you appreciate it so much more, which is kind of the rose of the whole thing and experiencing those things. So it sucks in the moment, but later on, I mean, you heal, you move on and yeah, you just have more gratitude in the future, which is obviously great. I think one of the most frustrating parts about these experiences, even though like, yeah, in hindsight, you move on, whatever. But in the moment, you think of all these things like, okay, why did he get me a promise ring then? Or why did he say he was going to marry me? Or I was going to mother his children? Like, truly, we'll never know. Like, you never know why someone does these shitty things to you, why they treat you like this. Usually, we think we want the answers. We want them to explain themselves. Like, why did you do this to me? But them doing it, like I said, that's answer enough. But yeah, it's just so weird when you look at all the things like, okay, why were you doing the absolute most then if you didn't think we were going to work out? Like what? You know, don't waste my time. Don't waste your time. Question of the day though, for the person who wrote this in, do you still have the promise ring? Like, did you sell it? Personally, if I had ever gone through something like that, I'm pawning that thing. I'm getting my check for it. I'm not giving it back. That was your promise to me. This is now mine, my property. I would sell it. Anyway, moving on, this subject line reads, enemies to lovers, one of my favorite book tropes of all time. I will oh, just die on that hill. I love this trope. My boyfriend and I met four and a half years ago because we were neighbors at the time, and I absolutely hated him. Seeing as we both were young and immature, it makes sense, but his very existence was my least favorite thing ever. He pushed my bike down and told me to be quiet, so naturally I had a vendetta against him. I moved out of the neighborhood, and we didn't see each other at all, but we followed each other on Instagram, so I was aware of his existence, and he was aware of mine. Then, in October 2023, we randomly saw each other at a concert, and I was like, wait, this guy is kind of cute. 
We ended up talking for the entire concert and then I slid into his DMs, power move, and two weeks later we were on our first date. Flash forward to now and we've been dating officially for almost three months and he's the best guy I've ever known in my life. I'm so in love and I can't believe how strongly I hated him before. And not to be dramatic, but I would marry him in an instant. Ah! That was like my childhood dream was to grow up next to like a cute angsty boy and then like date him. That definitely did not (laughs) happen. Uh, But I feel like you just grow up like seeing movies or reading books with the next door neighbor. That is, that to me was uh, the American dream. That is so cute though. It's kind of crazy how you can know a version of somebody, think one way about them and then boom, it all changes. Like I feel like that happens with people you know from, like people who you knew from high school that you were never friends with in high school and then after high school you reconnect and you're like, wait, damn, you're actually pretty cool. I'm sorry I hated you. (laughs) I love this. I love enemies to lovers. I do. Because then when you're in love and you're, on the other side of things and then you talk about when you guys hate each other it's kind of spicy this will sound like a relationship horror story but it is the exact opposite me and my now husband decided to have a tiny wedding ceremony after my first year of college we planned on having it at this beautiful state park that we had been to once before it was just us and our close family no decorations just the mountain and desert backdrop that we loved on our drive there it started looking like there were really dark clouds where we were heading When we were about 15 minutes from the park, it started raining. I panicked a little because I was in a white dress with hair and makeup done. Nobody had brought an umbrella and I was scared that dirt would turn to mud. However, when we got to the spot we chose, the rain had stopped just enough for our ceremony and there was a double rainbow in the backdrop with the mountains. It was so beautiful and I absolutely loved how it worked out. I'll include some pictures if you want to see it. That's it for my relationship fairy tale story. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh my gosh. I love when people attach receipts. These are so cute. You look so pretty. Wow. I feel like I've never seen a rainbow in the desert. (laughs) It almost looks fake. It's so cute. I feel like with raining on the wedding day, does that sound like the worst thing ever? Yes. Especially if it's outdoor and it just changes all your plans on things. I totally understand that, but it actually rained. Like it poured on my sister's wedding day and it was initially supposed to be an outdoor ceremony. So they were scrambling, getting it. She had it at this barn venue they scrambled to get it inside the barn it was like oh just this whole debacle um but it was really cool i remember the rain like lightened up during the ceremony so you could hear them and it was super cool because as she and her husband were saying their vows it started downpouring and when she talks about it she was like i just thought it was the coolest thing ever because for our vows only her and him could hear each other so that was really cool um rain is supposed to be good luck with weddings Again, even though it would suck and like I don't want that, uh, it's supposed to be good luck. So maybe that's a silver lining to it all. My boyfriend and I had been dating for two years at the time and we had two dogs together. I had left the dogs at his house over the weekend because I had to work all weekend, so I came to pick them up Sunday morning. He hadn't been answering my phone calls, but I figured he was still sleeping because he had gone out with some friends the night before, so I went to his house and I got the dogs, put them in my car, and went to his bedroom just to wake him up and let him know that I got them. I open the door and see that there's two people in bed, so I immediately do a double take. I flip on the light, throw over the covers, and there is a girl in bed with him, who's one of our mutual friends. I start tapping him on the head like, wake up. What are you doing? He's like, what's going on? What's going on? Why are you here? And this girl is just staring at me like a deer in the headlights. I told her to grab her charger, get her clothes on, and she had to walk home. He said that she had just come over and they hadn't even kissed. 
They were both too drunk to do anything. They just slept in the same bed. So it wasn't really cheating because nothing happened. Safe to say we broke up and haven't talked since. That is my horror story. There's many more, but that's one of the worst because I caught it firsthand. Ugh. It's one thing finding out what somebody did to you, but it's another seeing it in person. Again, shout out to you for not talking to him since because like I said before, what else is there to say? Some people probably would have tried to talk their way out of that one, but that shouldn't be happening in general. Mm. The way I met my partner is a little horrifying and romantic. (laughs) What an opening sentence. Okay. Three years ago when I was a sophomore in college, my friends and I were party hopping in our small college town. A few of us ended up in an apartment complex and were hanging out with a group of guys who lived there. I was fairly intoxicated at this point and I was hitting it off with a boy who lived there. I thought he was very cute and seemed like a genuine person. So when my friends decided they were going home for the night, I wanted to stay with him spicy after spending some time with this boy at his apartment we decided to go outside with his friend and smoke a leafy green substance approximately one minute later my body denied it or wait approximately one minute later my body decided it reached it had reached its intoxication limit and i began to vomit everything i had drank that night along with my chances of ever talking to the cute boy again i was so embarrassed that when i felt someone holding my hair back i couldn't even look this person in the eyes after i was done throwing up a sober driver had arrived at the apartment and i was given a safe ride home i was a little traumatized by the incident but i knew i had to see this boy again later i found out it was the cute boy who held my hair back and saw me at my lowest right before meeting me to my astonishment he wanted to see me again and i couldn't believe it today i've been engaged for three days to the cute boy who held my hair back that dreadfully wonderful night hopefully the disturbing details of our first encounter won't come up don't come up at our wedding it definitely will (laughs) i go prepare yourself for that because it totally totally will uh speaking of like weddings (laughs) micah gave a wedding speech this weekend and i feel like for groomsmen speech it's always the speech from the groom's side that are like out of pocket and oh my gosh it was so so funny Honestly, I feel like with weddings, you can expect anyone who is your friend to bring up some of your most horrifying moments and air them out to the entire guest list, which is humbling, but you know, it's part of the fun. Back in 2016, it was my first week of high school and I was wearing this fallout boy jacket in gym and another girl in the locker room was wearing the same jacket. Her and I clicked and became really good friends. She was in a different gym class as she was a sophomore, but I got to sit with her sometimes and she'd introduce me to this guy in her gym class who she was friends with. We ended up becoming really close, attended the same clubs, hung out together, and we ended up asking each other out on the front steps of our high school one day while waiting for my parents to pick us up. We had our first date at Firehouse Subs and our first kiss was in the rain on top of a mall. How romantic, right? We dated for about a year and a half before we ended up breaking up. His family was moving away and he couldn't handle the distance, which was understandable. Which was understandable. I was devastated and so was he. This began a four-year-long pause. Damn. We both went off and dated other people, but we kept in touch here and there to see how each other was doing. He ended up joining the military. Flash forward four years and a day after we broke up, so January 2022, he messages me to see how I was doing and we got to talking again. He was supposed to be in our hometown soon for a deployment and we talked about meeting up to catch up in person. We ended up hooking up when he was in town and it was a really great night. We got breakfast, he dropped me off at work the next day, and we kept in touch every day. We played Minecraft on our computers, shared music together, had Discord calls to keep in touch, and we joked about the idea of us getting back together and me moving with him. (laughs) What a funny joke. (laughs) We were both a little scared at first because we both had just gotten out of really bad relationships. Well, I moved in shortly after that, like maybe four months after that, left my hometown and have been with him ever since. We got engaged in May 2023 and got eloped on Halloween. Against all the odds of our relationship, we managed to find each other when the time was right for both of us and now we're married. He's truly my best friend and he's the sole reason I believe 
That right person, wrong time is a real thing. I'm so glad that we ended up together in the end. Shout out to our friend who was wearing the same jacket that day in gym class. We are still both friends with her and we give her full credit for where we're at today. I thought you might enjoy a high school sweetheart type of story. So cute. I think it's funny because growing up, I thought high school sweethearts were a lot more common than I feel like they actually are in my life personally. I don't even know if I can think of any high school sweethearts but glad it worked out for you. We'll leave it at that for this episode on that positive, uplifting note. Your homework for this week is to do something, an act of self-care, do something that makes you happy this week, pour some love into yourself. I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day. Do something for you today. And that was everything on my mind. <laughs>